0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. Hey, great to have you with me again on another week of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while we live, lead, and overcome life's everyday challenges. Super happy you're with me again. Hope you're doing well wherever you may be listening from. Would you consider leaving me a review on whatever platform you may be listening and share this with your friends that would be really really helpful for us and if you want to know more about me you can go to lancebane.com L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. com and there you can learn more about me there's a lot of other resources there as well as you can interact with me there's an email address there and a way for us to communicate i'd love to hear from you i'd love to know how you're growing as a leader i'd love to know What is it we can talk about that would really be helpful for you in your growth as a leader in whatever arena that may be? It may simply be that you're a mom or a dad and and therefore you're a leader. Maybe you're uh, involved in your local college class and others are looking to you for influence and you're a leader. Maybe you're involved in an organization and that title or that position has uh, placed upon you a leadership responsibility. So I'd love to hear from you, and uh, love to know how we can add value to your life. Hey, this week's podcast is episode 150, and I want to talk about leadership growth upward and forward. Leadership growth upward and forward. I almost called it leadership growth upward then forward. I think that title will make sense to you as we unveil and roll out today's thoughts, some um, encouragement for you today also some of what we're going to talk about today is just very practical (laughs) there's the theory of leadership then there's the actual practice of leadership so today i want to talk about leadership growth upward and forward and provide for you some help and some tips in this area We're going to put on the website, lancebane.com. You can go to the homepage there, lancebane.com, and click the link podcasts. Then you want to look for the ordinary people, extraordinary lives icon. Click that. What it will do is it will bring you to a page where there's a number of podcasts that are available for you to stream online. But I'm going to place a picture today of a chart, a diagram about leadership growth, upward and forward, where I've listed some of these ideas uh, that we're gonna talk about today. And I think it'd be really helpful for you (laughs) to look at the diagram and just begin to play with it yourself, begin to write in it, print it out, recreate it yourself, and really begin to figure out how can I put practice to the theory of leadership and and, and really create the kind of measurable goals and steps and plans and projects, if you will, that's gonna help you grow as a leader, because that's what we want. We want healthy, leaders who can create healthy teams, healthy ministries, healthy churches, healthy organizations, healthy families, healthy relationships, and it really starts with us as the leader. Now, on the chart, if you're looking at it, it's sort of an L chart, and up the left side, vertically, is what I have as the personal development side. That's the leadership growth upward. It was Socrates who said, let him that would move the world first move himself. Or we could say it, let him that would move, let her that would move the world first move herself. So I love what Socrates is saying here because we want to make a difference. We, we want to quote unquote change the world. We want to do something positive. We want to make a difference. We want to add value. We want to be involved in works of justice and flourishment and productivity and growth. Regardless of our leadership venue and, and, and position. And Socrates is reminding us that if you want to change the world, you got to change yourself first. If you want to move the world, then you move yourself first. That's personal development. And I've listed here seven sort of key criteria, if you will, for how do I really, how do I involve in that lens? How do I engage in that? What does that, what does that look like? I often imagine when I'm doing this podcast that I'm sitting in front of a 27-year-old that aspires to leadership. Maybe you've been given some leadership position. How can I help you grow as a leader? For the more seasoned leadership folks who are listening, maybe today is just a helpful reminder. So let me share with you seven sort of criteria quickly about personal development. Number one is you got to have a desire to grow. (laughs) Desire is so important for personal development. It's not just a discipline, but you want the desire of that. And desire is so critical because it really begins to fulfill the longings of the heart. We were created to grow and to develop and to to really mature into a place that we leave legacy and we add value. And so you got to have desire for that. If you don't desire to grow, You should probably have a conversation with yourself, a loved one, a friend, a counselor, a therapist, somebody to really discover why you don't have a desire to develop personally. The second criteria is motive. Why do you want to develop personally? I remember in the early days of my leadership life, I wanted to grow because I wanted to find significance. I wanted the applause of others. And while that may be okay for a moment, you got to get out of that pretty quickly. And discovering your motive is important third criteria is strengths. What strengths are you bringing naturally to the leadership table? Strengths can be discovered in many ways through online tests and reading strengths finders books and enneagrams and personality profiles and disc profiles and many things like that. But there are some natural strengths that you were born with that you were created with and it's important for you to know what those strengths are so that you can you can uh, move into your place of leadership, lead from a place of strength. When you defend, identify your strengths, you're also identifying areas of weaknesses, and then you can rally around you people who are strong in your areas of weakness. Now you're getting a very powerful team together. Criteria number four is roles. Roles, R-O-L-E-S, roles. What roles are you given? What roles do you aspire to? When you recognize what role you have, then you know what leadership demand will be placed upon you based upon that role. If you're in charge of the uh, janitorial team or the cleaning team, <laughs> then there's a lot of different kind of roles that may be placed on you that is different than the person who is in charge of the sales team. And so you want to know what your role is and what the demands are upon that so you have a more targeted area with respect to your role and your position that are providing for you a compass of personal development. Fifth criteria is feedback. This is really important. You, As a personal development, you want to be getting feedback from the people you lead, from your peers and maybe even mentors or coaches above you. Get the kind of feedback that's going to be affirmational and correctional instructional. You want all three of them. You want the affirmation. You also want the instruction, a learning how to do something. You also need the correction when you're not doing it as well as it could be done or the way it should be done. So feedback is so important. Criteria number six are interests. This has to do with what kind of things really motivate you, personal interests and passions. And this is the kind of areas that may point you into the places of greater learning and greater experience or greater opportunity. I have a friend of mine who is a great leader, and he's in a season where he's actually leaving his current job and current role and moving into something very different because of the interest that he has, also because of family demands that are placed upon him. Criteria number seven for the area of personal development is application. You've got to actually apply what you're learning, where you're growing, personal development. It's not just enough to acquire knowledge, but real knowledge happens, real learning happens at the place of application. Desire, motive, strengths, roles, feedback, interests, and application. There's a lot there for you to discover. Hey, don't forget to go to the website, landspain.com. And check out this image because I think it will really help you begin to explore what one or two areas you really want to work on and the kind of things you want to begin to apply yourself to for personal development. Okay, so that's leadership growth upward. Just some thoughts about that. How about leadership growth forward? Where leadership growth upward is about personal development, Leadership Growth Forward is about people development. Personal development should always lead to people development. Personal development should always be a way in which you are discovering how you can add value to other people. Personal development can't be just for yourself. It's about, as a leader, fundamentally, how are we helping other people? And if we help other people, we help the organization. We help usher in, if you will, an environment of flourishing. And so I'm going to go through these quickly with you, sort of eight criteria for people development. Now, there's so many books written on this kind of stuff, blogs, podcasts are out there where you can go on a much deeper dive, if you will, maybe even some of the podcasts that I've done. I mean, this is episode 150. Um, But I just want to give you a snapshot of these things, and hopefully it'll pique your interest and to sort of speak to you in a way that you say, oh, I really want to explore that. So here's criteria number one, attitude. What attitude are you bringing to people development? Where Socrates says, let him that would move the world first move himself. When you think about people development, you want to think the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Speak to others the way you want to be spoken to. Listen to others the way you want to be listened to. Love others the way you want to be loved. Treat others the way you want to be treated. If we can keep that simple idea, and it's so easy to overlook, but keep that simple idea at the forefront of every day that we're leading, it will help you bring a very powerful, optimistic, present, empowering, loving um, just the kind of attitude that really lifts other people up. Second criteria is skills training with goals. So when you're developing people, what actually are the skills that you need them to have? Communication skills, organizational skills, um, financial uh, CPA type skills. Maybe you need uh, artistic skills. Maybe you need um, public persona skills. What is it that you need? And, can you then provide the training for the people who need these skills with some targeted goals so that there's real movement, there's real development, there's real growth? Third criteria, heart molding. <laughs> this is this is really beautiful because you can't take people where you haven't been and you can't give people what you haven't developed, what you haven't been given. Heart molding is about the heart. It's about empathy and compassion and generosity and kindness and and love and meekness and humility. This is the heart molding. This is really about the character of the leader, and you don't want to lose sight of that when you're developing people. You don't want to just develop skills. You want to have their heart developed as well, and I have been fortunate enough to have many people in my life who have been mentors of mine, spiritual fathers and mothers, coaches, and just people who care about me and They often want to target my heart more than they want to target my skills because without the right heart, your skills can be used to manipulate people, and we don't want that. Criteria number four are feedback conversations. This is where where in personal development, you're soliciting the feedback. In people development, you're giving the feedback, and you want to do that conversationally, and you want to let people know how they're doing. Where in people development, you're seeking the affirmation and the instruction and the correction. In people development, you're giving the affirmation, the instruction, and maybe the correction. Criteria number five, passions. What are the natural passions? The natural places of zeal for those that you're leading. If you can discover their natural passions, their natural places of zeal and fervor, you can really begin to harness that for their personal fulfillment. Like, like, like man, I, I get to go to work and do things that I'm naturally passionate about and I get paid for it. <laughs> what an amazing opportunity to be able to make a living and also have my heart just be so satisfied because I'm getting to do the things that I have natural passion about. Now, not every job, every leadership role, every people development is going to appeal to every passion, but the closer you can get to that, the much better your team is going to be. Criteria number six is consistency. When you're developing people, you want to have a regular rhythm for assessing, evaluating, affirming, and just being together. So for me, with depending upon my teammate, I may meet once a month. I may meet every couple of weeks. Uh, every week depends on the situation. But you want consistency to create that kind of natural rhythm and pattern that really helps you build a trusting relationship for those that you're leading. You want to be trustworthy and consistency speaks and contributes to you being a trustworthy leader. Criteria number seven is a life of meaning. This is where you're really helping people understand that the everyday kind of things they're doing in your organization as being part of your team are contributing to a much, much bigger narrative than just stapling, photocopying, emailing, making some calls, and doing some sales things, or etc. Running some cables and connecting this. You want people to have a bigger sense of meaning in their lives, and if you can... If you can help develop people around that while they fulfill their job description or their role description, again, friends, I'm just, I'm just encouraging you to consider what kind of teammate is that bringing every day to your environment or to your remote working situation or to your sales team or to your church, your ministry, to your small group, to, to your, your personal business that you own as an entrepreneur, What is it? What what kind of employee are you getting when you just don't want them to run the register, but you're wanting to speak to the bigger issues of their life and help them really discover a life of meaning? Every person wants their life to make a difference. And how does vocation and leadership, personal development, and people development intersect at this area of helping people find a life of meaning? I can imagine some of you sitting there, you're in sales or whatever, you think, man, Lance, I just don't have time for that stuff. It's too esoterical. It's too philosophical. It's too far out there from the blue collar, nuts and bolts, pragmatic kind of stuff that I'm doing as a leader. I get it. I get it. That's why I would encourage you to consider a life of meaning conversation maybe once a month, once a quarter, twice a year. You're wanting to help people recognize you're not just a resource that I'm using to build the bottom line. I care about you as a human being, and I want you to have a sense of fulfillment and meaning in life because you're on my team. Be creative about how you can really tap into the life of meaning, contribution that you're giving to people as you develop people. Criteria number eight is opportunity. (laughs) <laughs> if you want to develop other leaders, you got to give them an opportunity to lead. It's pretty much that, it's that simple, isn't it? And I remember when I was in my early 20s, I'm 51 now, and when I was in my early 20s, I was given an opportunity to do a very, very, very simple leadership thing. I wouldn't even call it leadership, but I was given a responsibility. I was given a task, and I needed to complete it, and I needed to complete it in a way that they had asked me to do it. It was, um, I was involved in a local church, and I was 20 years old, and my job was every Tuesday night to call all of the teenagers that were in our church and invite them to the teen meeting on Wednesday night. And there was a script, and I learned how to talk to strangers, and I learned how to make small talk, and I learned how to help people feel connection, and I learned how to have enthusiasm over a phone, and I I just learned how to work through a list, and I started connecting names to faces until people were no longer strangers, but they were friends. There were so many benefits that came out of that very, very simple task of making calls on a Tuesday night, but it was the groundwork that launched me so far into a 30-year calling and journey and leadership. Because someone invested in me personally, people development, it allowed me to begin to develop in others. Leadership growth, upward and forward, to help people grow, have a good attitude, skills training with goals, consider the heart molding, feedback and conversations, discover passions and the natural zeal of your team, be consistent, help them find a life of meaning, and give people an opportunity to lead. There's a lot in that today. I went through it pretty quickly. Glad you can pause and maybe linger on some of these points. But I'm really happy to offer this to you today. Leadership growth, upward and forward. It's what you want. It's what the people who are on your team want as well. They want to know that you're growing and they want to know that you're providing an opportunity to invest in their growth as well. Be a leader who's reproducing leaders who reproduces leaders. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Episode 150. So glad you're with me again this week. I count it a great privilege that we spend this time together. Hey, don't forget to share this with your friends and leave a review wherever you may be listening. Hey, hope you have a great week, everybody. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay hopeful. And I'll talk to you again next week.